Hi everybody and how are you all doing? I hope you're all enjoying the weather we're having. It's a little bit misty here in Mullingar but do you know it's not bad. It's still very very warm. I do hope that you're all keeping very safe and as I thought about the pandemic and what it must be like for people I was thinking that you know as we open up the services for our future it reminded me of how many people must feel like a victim. We have some services already open and we criticise those that won't allow other parts of it to be opened up. And we feel hard done by if our children can't enjoy their youth because of the aftermath of the pandemic. Of course, that would imply that it's all over. Well, I hate to rain on your parade, but it's not over. And in fact, I think our society will be very different in the future. It will not be what it used to be. And that can make us feel very much like a victim, which is something we don't like to do. Now, we can blame all the politicians we like and all the countries we like about how they're handling the situation. But seriously, could we do any better? How many of us can't resolve the problems in our own lives, but yet seem to be able to sort out everybody else's? And if you haven't noticed already, this week's subject is all about the victim mentality and how it can affect our lives and the lives of others. The other thing to know is that we are triggered by the present, but it's actually coming from our past. And now we have been maybe humiliated or put down or criticised just to make us feel less of a person. And depending on what you do with that as you grow up, you can become a person with victim mentality. So now that I have that rant out of the way, I would like to share with you a little song that I think will help us today. i 
is The Runaway Child by Jesse Walton. And believe it or not, we all have in us a runaway child. And sometimes, even as adults, we have a tendency to allow the inner child to run wild, especially when we're triggered or our emotions are high. One of the biggest triggers is when we're made to feel like a victim. Now, I don't mean that we can't be victims and we can't feel like a victim at times. We can and we do. But if we don't deal with it, What we do is we end up living out of it as adults. And this is not how an adult life should be lived. So what I'm talking about is when we continue to live out of this idea of victimhood mentality. So maybe firstly I should do a little bit of elaboration around this. So what is victim mentality? Now we all have our ups and downs throughout our life. And we know that bad things can happen to both ourselves and to the people we know and love. However, there are some who claim it is never their fault. Now, these type of people can and do argue that they had no control over the tough situations when they were children. And I must point out here that this statement is true. As a child, you have very little, if any, control. However, I'm talking about now that we're adults, yet still living out of that childhood mentality. So then, back to my initial question. What does it mean, having a victim mentality? Well, let's think about this for a second. A person who has this mentality, this victim mentality, will say that everything that has happened to them is the fault of others. It could be the fault of their partner, their family, their friend, even a co-worker. Now, these type of people will constantly talk about the bad things that happen in their lives. And we all know somebody like this. In fact, we have at times maybe been that type of person, but only for short periods of time. And that's okay. It is when we do it all the time, no matter who we're with or where we meet or where we're at. Now, having said that, it is not the martyr complex. That's something completely different. It would be very easy to confuse it with the martyr complex because they are very similar in behaviour. However, there are some differences. For example, victims will take things personally, even though a comment wasn't directed directly at them. They will, however, absorb it as if it was. In fact, you may even hear them ask, what did I do to deserve this? Or what did I do to deserve that? Whereas somebody with a martyr complex will take on extra tasks for other people, even when they don't want to. They will ultimately sacrifice their time for others. Having said that, they actually feel quite resentful after doing it. And another difference is that people who have this victim mentality will usually suffer or have suffered through hard times or even trauma. 
but have never developed a way, a healthy way, of coping. Because of this, they will have a negative view around life. Also because they think nothing is their fault, they have never taken on a sense of responsibility for their own life. It seems that things just happen to them. And here's the thing. If you are a person who tries to come up with solutions or help for that person, they will be so prepared with a list of excuses or reasons why those solutions won't work. This can actually lead to the person who's trying to help often feeling left frustrated or confused or just downright angry. Then you have the other side where there are some benefits to playing the role of the victim or having the victim mentality. Oh yeah, what? I hear you ask. Well, for starters, there's no accountability because being accountable for your life would mean that you are in the driver's seat, so to speak. You have to drive. You have to be in charge. And this can be so frightening for somebody who has never taken responsibility for anything. Of course, then you would have to admit that life isn't just the result of other people's actions, but also your own. By doing this, it would kind of burst that protective bubble of living out of being the victim. And you also have a secondary gain to living out the victim mentality, which is that some of your problems can continue because you'll get sympathy, attention and access to medication or funds because of being the victim. A person with the victim mentality may not even see that they're getting these benefits and often will feel distressed around it. Now, of course, there is another side to this and it's regards to our unconscious needs. When a person with victim mentality is coming from a past trauma, they will unconsciously seek validation from others. And as I've said earlier, the poor me card will be on show at times because it will generate sympathy and attention from others. However, those who are not coming from a traumatic background um, but do have issues from the past will have the victim mentality and the poor me card on show. The difference is they will be aware of it. And in fact, they will get some pleasure out of getting and seeking attention from other people. Now, I'm not saying for one moment that that's not valid, but the difference is the consciousness and our reasonings behind the attention seeking and the seeking of validation. Also, when they project blame onto others, what they're actually doing is avoiding being vulnerable or taking any risks that might help them help themselves. So here's a question for you. How can you tell if you or anyone around you has a victim mentality? Well, here are some of the signs. But it is important to say here that it is normal to be dissatisfied with certain elements of our lives. But it is also important to see the bigger picture, so to speak, and see if it's only in one area or several areas or in all areas of our life. The first step, of course, is to identify and acknowledge it. And then ask yourself these questions. And I would suggest spending some time with these questions. Don't just answer them from the top of your head or the way you would like yourself to be. Really sit with them. So, number one, do I blame others for the way my life is going? Two, do I really believe that life is against me? Three, do I have trouble when coping with my feelings or sense of being powerless? Four, do I feel like I'm stuck in life or have a negative attitude? 5. Do I go on the defensive when somebody tries to offer their help or feedback? 6. Do I feel relief or pleasure when I feel bad for myself? 7. 
Do I actually attract other people who blame others and complain about their life? 8. Do I find it hard to look at myself or make changes? As I said, take your time with those questions. Give yourself a few days with each one. Don't be quick to answer it. Answer it from your heart. So moving forward, here's the bigger question. Is a victim made or born? We know that part of this is a debate going on about nature or nurture. Destiny versus choice. So we know that victims of abuse may become victimizers or victims or even both. The pain and the rage from the abuse itself along with the betrayal might turn inward as well as being turned outward towards somebody else. When it is turned inward, the person can become self-haters, self-abusive, self-harmers, even suicidal. Or in fact, they may have other defeating behaviours. If a child who is abused also received reinforcement to act as a victim, then they will go on to feel it was and is the only way to get acknowledgement by parental figures. If you think about it, what was it they used to say? Violence begets violence. So does blame beget blame. So whether we are blaming men, women, minorities, the rich, the poor, doesn't make any difference who we're blaming. It keeps the race for victimhood alive and well. And we as individuals or a group are competing to win to become the victim of the year. And yet we will lose the war. For example, a victim's blame behaviour or lack of accountability, to themselves that is, are the very reasons why they may continue to get hurt, injured or abused. So it is almost obvious that blame is not effective in resolving our problems. It is not a solution that will help protect the victim from future victimisation or even in protecting the next generation from continuing or committing the same cycle. We have also learned that people who have the victim mentality are less willing to forgive others. Rather, they want revenge. But depending on the situation, may turn this inwards and heap more of the victim mentality upon what is already there. So now comes the question, how can we stop being the victim? Okay, so victim mentality is a learnt behaviour. We've realised that. So it's not something you're born with. We learn to be victims because of our families and from our society. From a thought pattern established within us through trauma, whether it's big or small. And then it's reinforced in our everyday lives through different experiences. However, we have the power to overcome it, but we must begin, firstly, by taking responsibility. We are the only people who can control our actions. We cannot control other people's actions. We can only control ourselves. We can control how we will react to something. And we can control who we spend our time with and where. So in other words, we have to get into the driver's seat of this BMW or our Mini Cooper, depending on how we see ourselves. Maybe start with the Mini and work your way up to the BMW. Secondly, with self-care and self-compassion. Victim mentalities are subconsciously adopted as a defence mechanism. So we need to be self-compassionate with our changing thought pattern and behaviour. Journaling can be a fabulous way to work through your feelings and getting them outside of yourself for you to look at. Thirdly, try saying no. If there is something you don't want to do, 
Now, from an emotional point of view, not just because you're lazy, then you can say no. Even if that means the other person may feel you are letting them down, they need to look at their own reaction. Fourthly, educate yourself about yourself and why you might be avoiding or using victim mentality. What is it that you really are seeking in your life at that moment? Number five, and I have to point out, I believe that this is the most important. Get yourself support by engaging a therapist. You will find it much easier to change with somebody who is not emotionally connected to either you or a situation. And so that is the ending of episode 20. And it is also the final episode in series three. I'm truly delighted with the feedback from people. So just to say, yes, there will be a series four. But if anybody does not want series four, please email me to remove your email address because otherwise you'll continue to get it. So have a very good coming week. Enjoy the what's left of the weekend and I will speak with you all next week. Actually, no, I won't. I'll talk at you next week. All right. Just kidding. it made you're indestructible and unafraid you're quite unbearable yet undismayed you love the life you got live to the max you're riding high upon the other's backs and then expect them all to cover your tracks when the smallest
stay safe, stay well, namaste.